we're continuing this theme of what does it mean that God is with us in our calling. And we heard a fantastic call story today. Um, this reading from uh, the, the Gospel of Luke is one about Mary being tasked with something unbelievable. We've heard the story a million times. But the thing that I always think is so commendable is her response is absolutely wild. Uh, maybe, maybe you know what this is like. I don't. To just have an angel show up. I imagine there's lights, there's wings, there's fog, I would imagine, in my head. Laser lights or something? I don't know. But that answer that she gives to being told, oh, the one you're going to be pregnant with, yes, you're pregnant. How? That's not at all how this works. But Okay, so that's already a leap. But the one who you're carrying, the one who's forming in your womb, is going to be the king of kings, the prince of peace. This one you have hoped for your whole life, this Messiah, this new king is coming, showing up, and it's going to be your son. And it's not just your hopes. It's the whole world's hope of this fantastic king, this new leader. Unbelievable. And she's like, let it be to me according to your will, Lord. What? What? I don't know what that's like. I can, I can only imagine ladies who have had children, maybe it's a little bit more believable. Um, but that is such a wild thing to be told and such an incredible response. However, I wonder if there's a little advantage she has to this being said by an angel. I've never... It, show of hands, who here has been visited by an angel? Because I'm sure there are some that have maybe felt. But who's seen this light show? Showing up to you. That's cr- I imagine if an angel tells you something, you're like, okay, okay. I can wrap my head around this. I can get this. But we don't have those, you know? I think there are a lot of things that we have in our lives, though. Not quite like this. But times where something has been brought to us, maybe we just feel like it's not for us. My immediate response to what happens to Mary when he says, you're going to conceive a child, is she would say, wrong house. Wrong house, sorry. I don't know if it's a neighbor or what, but I definitely am not conceiving a child. That's not how this works. Have you ever had one of those encounters where you've been tasked with something? Something has been laid before you and you're like, no, no, wrong house. It's not for me. It's not just that you're ill-equipped. It's that this feels like the wrong job. This is not for me. This wasn't supposed to come to me. Um, ill-equipped is something I think all of us can understand. Um, if you've ever had a child, I don't think there is a parent among us who's like, I feel really equipped for what's about to happen. I'm going to be so good at this. There are parents who think that. Good for them. God bless that. God bless that. Until they have a child. Then they're like, what? But anyways, you see I'm kind of speaking to me. I'm like, I think I'll do pretty good with this. Anyways. But there are those moments. I'm I'm talking about beyond those I feel ill-equipped. But I'm talking about those moments where it really doesn't feel right. I I have an experience of this. Um, It probably won't surprise you. It's when I started seminary. I was, I did need a lot of help. Thank goodness I knew Pastor Lorne. Um, no, 
When I was considering that, I had so much of what I call an external call. I had been told by professors there's like a, an interesting way to talk or write about this. You do so well. Have you considered that? This is from like not Lutherans. You know, these are people like, there's something. You need to go into this. But then pastors were like, you need to consider this. And people were like, you should consider seminary. And I was just going, eh, I don't think so. The truth is, I haven't met many pastors like me. You're like, I know you haven't. <laughs> Pastor Lauren's like, I have not. <laughs> um, but what I especially meant by that is not just personality. I know I'm an odd duck. But I would say at the time, I was from a situation where I had both my parents. I had not really experienced any challenges. I was a young kid working for uh, Target and uh, selling plants to Target and Home Depot. Uh, before that, I had been a party organizer for like an inflatable kids party zone. I was like a party host. You guys, you guys, I need you to know how good I was at that. I need you to know. I love that work. <laughs> but anyways, I'd also worked for the radio station as like a sports and news uh, helper, like producer. It was great. But honestly, I thought of a pastor and I was like, I don't know how that works. Because last time I checked, churches weren't full of eight-year-olds who loved inflatable party balloons. I hadn't really experienced any loss. And both my parents were alive. They're still alive now. At the time, I had four living grandparents. Folks, I hadn't experienced any challenges based on social location. I was doing pretty good. Born on third base, you know. With a straight line to home. I had just done It was all right. And it felt like being a pastor meant like walking with people in such challenging times. And that's maybe why pastors looked and behaved the way they did to me. They couldn't have been these joyful, gluttonous, goofy people. Spoiler alert. Sorry, I'm here now. So I did go through with it. Um, but when I went to seminary, what I over time was realizing was um, something really powerful, that God wasn't just about asking some future version of you to do something. God was asking the now version of you. So in my time in seminary, I, I, we, my wife and I welcomed our first child, Amelia, in seminary. Um, I, was part of, I was in Haiti when the earthquake happened in seminary. I did my um, pastoral education, clinical chaplaincy at Ohio State Medical Center. I was at Ohio State in the emergency department. Um, I did my internship in Texas. I got to move around. My first call then was in North Dakota. I'd worked with the homeless when I was in Columbus in a really low-income area. And over and over what I was realizing was something that I think all of us have heard, but maybe we need to hear again, which is God doesn't call the equipped. God equips the called. You've heard this expression, right? Let's see some head nodding, Lutheran, if you have. If you haven't, hear this loud and clear. God is not calling some future perfected version of you. God's speaking to you right now. As you are. You may feel ill-equipped. 
You may feel at times out of place, unready for the tasks ahead of you. But the amazing thing about this story is, really profound, something maybe quickly overlooked, is that word that Mary says is, let it be to me according to your word. Your word. We're not asking we're not a part of this ministry so that we can do the things that Pastor Lauren wants to do or I want to do or Kevin wants to do. Any of the people that are asking you to volunteer or help to serve, this is not our word. It's the word of God. We think there's something really profound here. You're not being called to human endeavors. You're being called to perhaps the most powerful, holy endeavor that ever was, which is to bear the light of Jesus Christ into the world. Mary is so brave in her response, but you know what? Maybe that's just the sort of youthful ambition she has, right? If anyone's going to bear a child into the world, might as well be Mary and Joseph because they've got the legs to chase around a little baby. Right? There's no mobility issues with those kids. There's also no issue with you to what God is calling you to. You may not feel equipped, ready for what's coming, but God didn't call you already. God's going to make you ready. God's going to equip the call. And the good news is that this is God's word. God is with us in our calling. God is with us in our calling. You aren't being called to do something on your own. You may have heard this before. I've stood up here and said, hey, who's going to help with VBS? I've stood up here and said, hey, who's going to help with Kids Connect? And you may be like, that is not my thing. You'd be like, wrong house. Go to the next one. That's okay. But know this. You are called to the same thing John the Baptist was called to. You are called to the same thing Jesus' disciples were called to. You are called to the same thing Mary was called to, which is to bear the light of Christ into the world. Sometimes requires teaching kids, <laughs> but it sometimes means how are we going to love our neighbor at the grocery store? How are we going to love our neighbor in our neighborhood? How are we going to love our people in our homes with the light of Christ because we are able to do this. That's what I'm so encouraged about this message. My story isn't unique of feeling ill-equipped, just like I'm sure your story isn't unique. You are made for the purpose of reflecting the kingdom. The things you're good at, you can absolutely share them. But if there's one thing I can say to you, it's the thing you think you're not that good at, less trained for, you're called to that. And you may not feel ready. That's the challenge we face. But it's also the great news is that in facing those strange challenges that don't seem to fit us, that don't seem to be our thing, we don't do that alone. And that's what we're going to celebrate here tonight too. Because we do nothing alone anymore. God decided to show up, to come down and say, there is nothing you can do that I haven't been to before. Jesus was born, he lived, he died, and then, wildly enough, resurrected. Spoiler alert for Easter. He's going to come back. That's good news, and that's something that can give us courage. That's something we can ask ourselves when we ask, how is our faith anything like Mary's? 
What I think it will require is some of that youthful confidence that she expressed in stating this is not our will. It's not our word. It's God's. And a question we might ask ourselves is, do we honestly believe God means to do us harm? No. We're celebrating tonight and always God's plan. The road may be bumpy. The road may be challenging at times. I'm sure you can all vouch for bumpy times in our lives. But know this. You will never be alone. Never again. Thanks be to God. Amen.